Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomiman. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachet Eruvin Daf Mem Gimel Amud Aleph. In the middle of our discussion of the exploration of the first two Mishnayot of the fourth parak, dealing with Tchum by Rav Chananya. So he asked the following question: Yesh Tchum in the Malam Yasara, in Tchum in the Malam Yasara. Does the prohibition of Tchum exist in the air above ten Tfachim? So Amud Gavuah I wasn't asking about a pillar that's ten high and four wide. That's like a growth out of the ground. Tchumen apply. Meaning, if you would walk on pillars like that, the question was about If it's not four wide, which means make a makom tour. So, could you walk on those as long as you want? You know, because of if you jumped in the air. Then the version of the question was, what about tchum on a boat, where you're way above the sea level, the level of the water? Moshaya Toshmas, he said, very simple, we have a story about Tchum on a boat. If you agree that Tchum in apply on a boat, that's what Bikiva wanted to be Machmir, and not go more than four out on the boat. But if there is no Tchum why would they want to do that? So the answer is, Rava said that the two cases on our Mishnah, the one in Mishnah Aleph and the one in Mishnah Bet, was a case where the boat was already in muddy creek water when it was coming in. It wasn't free-floating in the water. So, I understand why Rabbi Gamliel had to say we were within Tchum when Shabbat started. If Tchum doesn't exist on a boat, who cares whether they were or were not within Tchum, they were on a boat. So Ramallah Hepperkak, the game, same answer, that's where he originally said it, it was going in a muddy creek. Alright, Toshma, Hani Shev Shmata, the famous seven questions. Dita Amran Bitsafra Bishabta Kamed Ravchista were presented in front of the seven Shmuot, seven reports of Halakha, reported to Ravchista in Surah. Bahadi Panya Bishabta, that Shabbat afternoon, Kamed Ravim Padita. They were brought to Rav, his son in law, in Pumadita. Now, Man Amrina, who was the one who reported them in both places? Lave Elio Amrinu, it must have been Elio Anavi who came here and then came there. And that means on Shabbat he went from Surah to Pumbadita, which is more than Tchum. Ama in Tchum in the Malay Asarat, and of course we assume Elio flies, so Tchumin don't exist above Asarat. So the answer is low, Dome Yosef Shid Amrinu. Maybe it was some shade, Yosef the shade, who was in Shama Shabbos, and therefore he flew wherever he did it, and Tchumin still may apply and he doesn't care. Toshma, Harin Nazir Biyom Sheben David Ba. A guy takes a neder of Nizirut, and he says, it's on the day that Mashiach comes. He's allowed to drink wine on Shabbat and Yom Tov. And we'll go back to the mechanics of that, this works. But not during the week. So, if you agree that Yesh Tchumin, we understand why he's allowed to do it on Shabbat and Yom Tov, because Eliyahu can't come on Shabbat and Yom Tov over the Tchum to announce the Mashiach's here. If Tchumin don't apply, why is he allowed to drink on Shabbat? Maybe Mashiach will come on Shabbat and Yom Tov. That Hashem already promised that Eliyahu was going to come a day before to announce that Mashiach's coming. Since Eliyahu didn't come on Friday, we know Mashiach's not going to come on Shabbat. And therefore we can uh, drink wine because the uh, neder didn't If that's the case, then every day, the, the neder never happens because Eliyahu didn't come yesterday. You know what? Maybe Eliyahu did show up. We don't know about it. He went to Shalim. 
So the same thing now. Maybe he showed up on Friday, and Shabbat you can't drink because Mashiach's coming, and you don't know about it, but it's already been announced. The answer is, We already have a Messiah that Eliyahu is not going to come on Fridays or have Yom Tov in order not to trouble us and mess up our Shabbat and Yom Tov, Mashiach coming. So we assume that if Eliyahu is not going to come on Fridays, Mashiach won't come either. So we should allow to be allowed to drink wine in this weird nadir on Fridays. The answer is Eliyahu loati Mashiach ati. You're wrong about your parallel. Eliyahu won't come on Fridays. We have a tradition. We don't have such a tradition about Mashiach. Eliyahu could come Thursday and announce Mashiach tomorrow. And after all, why can't Mashiach come on Friday? Sure he could, because once he comes, everybody's going to be subservient to us, and they'll take care of our Shabbat needs. That's the notion here. So why don't, why isn't this guy allowed to drink wine on, on Sunday? After all, Eliyahu didn't come on Shabbos, that's for sure. So Mashiach can't come on Sunday. So So therefore you could prove that ain't chumin, because Eliyahu might come on Shabbat, and announce Mashiach the next day, and Eliyahu can only come if there's no Isser Tchumin in the air. The answer is, The Tana who said the rule about the Neder was not sure if Tchumin apply above. And therefore he is Machmir. And therefore he says, you can't drink wine on Sunday because maybe there is no Tchumin, but we do know that Eliyahu is not going to come on Fridays, therefore we know that Mashiach won't come on Shabbat. So Shabbat, you're okay. The Kayim at the Kanada. Parenthetically, when did this guy take the Neder? Elim in a Kaibachol, if he's standing there on a Wednesday and takes the Neder, Kevin Achalai Nazirut, the Nazirut falls on him now. Shabbat can't remove the Nazirut. It must be that it's, he says it on Shabbat, the Kanadar, Uviyomtov Kanadar, or it's on Yomtov. So the read of the, of the Brighta is that he, the Neder does not take, take effect yet. The minute that uh, Shabbat is out or Yom Tov is out, the netter kicks in, and then he's stuck with it forever. Okay, the uh, the second Mishnah has the story. He had a particular kind of telescope where he was able to look and see 2,000 amot where it was. And he could also see 2,000 amot in the sea. If you want to see how deep a valley is, so fact chumin, etc., then you can use this telescope and use triangulation to figure out the, the degree. You measure the height, you measure the, the shade, but sell komato and the shade of the height. If you want to keep animals away from the shadow of a kever, some belief that it was dangerous, you put a stick down at uh, mid-morning, ten, four hours in the morning, see which direction the shade is going, and from that point on, in other words, different ways that they would use some rudimentary geometric, geometric uh, tools to measure. Okay, we're going to end this piece with a story. So there's a student. He was involved in his learning, and he was walking, and he got distracted. He walked outside of Tchum. So he turns around and says, Help, I'm outside of Tchum. Figure out a way to get me in. So Rav Chisto went to Rav Nachman, who is his rabbi. He said, Your student is in trouble. What should we do? Go out there and, and create a wall of people 
and he can walk in between them and come back in. So Yatav Nachma Yitzchak Achorei the Rava. So Rava was in the front row, and Rachma Yitzchak was in back of him. Rachma Bar Yaakov, of course, was the Rav Nachman who was teaching. Yatav Rava coming over Nachman. Amar of Nachma Yitzchak the Rava. So Nachma Yitzchak said to Rava, "My coming by Elav of Chista. What was Rav Chista asking? Elav and Malu Gavri asking. And is are we talking about a case where out there where he's stuck? There's a lot of people milling around. And he was asking, do we rule like Rabbi Gamliel?" about what happens if you end up in a place where there's a lot of area. Can you walk a lot? Maybe it's an area that's empty. As I noted in the uh, note on top, the Rebeliezer's opinion is that when you have Dalat Amot, that means it's Dalat Amot and you're in the middle of it, which means you only have two Amot in each direction. So is he asking, is halacha korbaliezer, or is halacha kachachamim, and therefore you get more than two amot, you get four amot in each direction, and he can come back in. So pshitav nilomalu gavri askinan. He answered clearly, it's a case where there aren't a lot of people out there. If you think there's a lot of people out there, mighty boyle, what's the question now? Amar rav halacha korbaliel, but you're v'sarusvina. We already ruled like korbaliel, there's nothing to discuss. It must be that the place was empty out there. They were asking whether we rule like Rabbi Yezer, which would be a chumr or not. Because what did Rav Nachman say to him? Make a wall of people and yikanes. Mazit yikanes. Meaning, let him come in because they, he will be within um, uh, three or four amot of the tchum and he can come in. Okay, eight of Nachma Yitzhak Lurava. So now Rachma Yitzhak turned to Rava and said, wait a second, putting people out there doesn't help. Because after all, Nafal Dufna, if a sukkah's wall falls, you can't put a person or an animal or Kelim up on Shabbat to make the sukkah kosher again and be able to sleep or eat in there. You can't put a bed up standing upright to throw a sheet over it. Shabbat. You're not allowed to set up even a temporary ohel on Yom Tov, certainly not on Shabbat. So Amarle Rava turned to him and said, You're quoting that? I got a better thing to counter you. Let's say you're missing a wall in your sukkah. You could tell your friend to stand there and be your wall so that you could eat and drink and sleep. You can even stand up a bed and throw a sheet over it to to make sure that there is shade over it. There's a mate outside or there's food outside. So Kasha Nadadi, we now have a, a contradiction between these two rulings. So Lokasha, how rebelious or how If you recall back in Shabbat, we had the dispute about the Pekaka Chalon. Rebbe said you can only put it back in the window if it's already hanging and it's off the ground. But the problem is, official uh, approved of reading of the Mishnah is, Everybody agrees you can't set up an oil in Yom Tov. Can you add to an Ohel Arayt? You may not, and therefore this thing has to be hanging off the wall and, and, and in the air, and you're plugging it in. They say you may add, even on Shabbat. So that doesn't do anything for our case, where you're putting a person there anew to become Mechitza. It's a different machlok at the Tanya. 
If you made an animal into a wall of a sukkah, it's good. So here's how it works. Rameir says an animal's not a wall, therefore I'm a So here you would say it's mutar to have the person go out because it's not meaningful. For Biura, the Kamachshar Hatam Biura says it's a valid wall for a sukkah. Here he would prohibit it because he'd say it's a meaningful act and it's like, uh, oh well. But does that really work? Rameir only talked a lot of Behema. He didn't say anything about people or Kelim, which is what we're dealing with, the two versions that Rav Nachman, Yitzchak, and Rav butted up against each other. Who's Rameir talking? In, in whose camp is Rameir? If he's taking the, the severe position of Rebbe Leezer, said you can't even add, not just set up an OL. only allowed you to add. They didn't say you could set it up. How could Rebbe Leezer say you could set up a Mechitza on Shabbat? The answer is both bright to Rabbanan. There's no problem with the Kelim. If you're setting up a third wall of a sukkah, which is necessary for Heksha sukkah, that's invalid on Shabbat. But a fourth wall, which is a luxury, you could do. Because in the first version, the one from Nachman Bar Yitzhak used to prove you can, may not set it up on Shabbat, it said, Nafal Dofna, its wall fell, sounding like it's a vital wall. But how do you answer the two versions of whether you could put a person there? That's also okay. If the person goes out there intentionally, it's no good. But if he's just standing there, you say, don't move, that's okay. But Rabbi Nechemia was an issue of Ladat, meaning we're telling people to stand out there and become a Mechitza so he can walk in. There were people who were just milling around, they said, just organize them without them knowing what's going on. Rabbi who organized them, knew what was going on. He was not one of the people who counted, meaning he went there and organized them without them knowing what was going on. Okay, Hanu there were some gardeners, so people standing around, and so they brought water into the town using this human mechitza. Shmuel gave them makot. You're only allowed to do it if people are standing around on their own. These gardeners organized them. <clears throat> there were some uh, wine flasks of Rava that were sitting out in the street in Mechuza, in his town, Mechuza. The students brought them in on Shabbat using a Mechitza. And he allowed it. They wanted to do the same thing the next week. Then he prohibited it. Because now they were doing it intentionally. So different chachamim who had straw or grass or water brought in when people were milling around and sort of made an ad hoc mechitza without intending it, and we allowed that. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up uh, with further exploration of what happens when you leave the Tchum Shabbat. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.